0: As much of a jerk as I've been in my life, I have never once actually used a pickup line. So, I'd, I'd say that's not bad. Doesn't cancel out all the other awful stuff I've grown out of, but yeah, pickup lines. So, my friend Christy is with Joe and I today, and I've known Christy forever. She has had to put up me since around, I guess, when I was like seven or eight. And that's, you know, what's her cross to bear, I guess. Uh <laughs> So last week we talked about from a guy's perspective, Christian dating this week, we're doing part two, getting, you know, the girl's side of it. So we want to start with pickup lines to have kind of like, you know, an easy, you know, fun way to kind of segue into this weird, awkward uh, kind of subject. So pickup lines, what is the worst one that we can say on this podcast that you have ever had? Have you had pickup lines used on you?
1: Well, I have been fortunate enough to usually end up dating people who were friends before.
0: Okay, okay. So
1: I didn't have to deal with that. But in college, um, it was a very common thing, because it was Christian college, to uh, ask what your major is to make sure that major was compatible with that person's calling. (laughs) What they thought thought. their calling was. So it was, hi, my name is whatever. Mm -hmm. What's your name? What's What's your major? Which... Right. vocal performance, education minor, oh. One of them. Well, that's good.
0: That feels more like a job interview than, you know.
1: But that's what they would do. What's your major or what are you called? What do you feel that God is calling you to do? Right. Really?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh. know.
1: I came to college because uh, mom and dad said I had to.
0: Right. And this made sense and this is what I'm doing.
1: God is calling me to listen to my parents right now.
0: Right. And that's good.
1: But. But I don't really know. Yeah. I don't
0: Well, I mean, every every area, every college, especially Christian colleges has their own brand. We last week we talked about, you know, we you and I've joked about this before. Uh God told me it's not oh really a pickup line, it's I don't even oh my gosh. God told me to tell you we should date. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he
1: that's how I ended up with my first husband, yeah. was people who decided that they would prophesy over me mm-hmm. and tell me that this was the man that God had set forth for me, um, that this was who I belonged with and I was going to spend my life with him and we were going to have a powerful ministry together and mm-hmm. la, 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 la. Oh, that's wonderful. It sounds really cool when they're doing it. but it's Christian does. There's this whole pray about it yourself kind of idea that I kind of skipped.
0: Yeah. Well, everyone's filling your ears with all this wonderful stuff that a -hmm. lot of people want to hear. Like, wow, that's great. And you trust, assuming you trusted most of these people and I'm sure they meant well. Yes. So.
1: Meanwhile, mom and dad are saying, uh, Christy? No. Yeah. Those parents. I tell you what. Parents. Yeah. But. (laughs)
0: That's okay. But like, like after hearing a lot of those lines and even the ones that weren't as like, you know awful as some of the ones you hear in bars and stuff like that the cheesy ones Um, like how did that make you feel when you realize okay this this person is dumb enough to think that I'm dumb enough to kind of go along with this act
1: well it that would prove to me that you're not really interested in me as a person you're interested me as a piece to have like next to you I guess, and it's nice to have someone who wants to show you off, but just as a piece for a time until you find someone else to fill that place. Because if you know me well enough, Mm. you know, I I want you to get to know me first before we even have this idea of dating.
0: And even even in like the whole Christian dating thing, guys and girls are just as guilty. It's not like one or the other is guilty, Mm -mm. but so many rush into like oh I feel like this person's the one Mm -hmm. so let's not really get to know each other and you and I have experienced this in different ways where you wake up one day and you're like who the heck am I with Mm -hmm. you know and it's just like no and I have all these kids and I call them kids because they're early 20s they don't know who the heck they are yet God bless them not saying they're going to fail or anything like that but a lot of them are like you know maybe I should have waited maybe I should have not rushed because people rush for different reasons, you know, and Joe and I talked about those reasons last week and everything. Um, but yeah, like Chris, so from a Christian woman's perspective and everything, um, what, what, like, cause girls, you know, my sister has come to you for advice and I know a mm-hmm. lot of other girls in our church, my age and younger have come to you for advice, <laughs> not aging you or anything like that. <laughs> um, and I'm not allowed to tell your mom my age anymore, by the way. She asked me a few years ago and I said, I'm 31. She goes, never tell me your age again. I said, okay. I said, <laughs> it yes, makes ma'am. you feel old. Right. I'm like, oh, yes, ma'am. So, uh, <laughs> but going back to everything, um, what do you usually tell the people that come to you for advice? I know it's situational, but still what are some kind of consistent things you're, you're finding yourself saying to them?
1: consistent things regarding dating.
0: Yeah,
1: Um, A very common question that uh, for a few years I got from youth group Mm. over at the other church, Um, there was a different youth pastor there and he was pretty strict Mm. on do's and don'ts, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But for some odd reason, they would start asking me, well, what about this, Because he brought it all the way back to um, not listening to secular music. Yeah. So it was, it was very, very strict. <laughs> but um, they would start asking, and you said this might be an awkward subject. I don't know. But they would get into details because, of course, there's no sex before marriage. Mm-hmm. But what about oral sex? And what about this? And what mm-hmm. about that? And all these questions. And the only thing that I could say is... You guys have been in church your whole life. You know what the Bible says. Deep down. The- so from me mm-hmm. to you, all I can tell you is you're sitting there in high school, and all I can tell you is you will mm-hmm. never regret saying no. Right. Because if he or she is going at you just for sex or just for something physical, mm-hmm. and they don't get it and they run away, you'll feel sad for a moment. Mm-hmm but you will have much less to work through and much less baggage that you're packing up every single time. Um, the regrets are much smaller and if all they wanted from you was something physical, you don't need to waste your time on that anyway. And we focus on that so much anymore. The physical side of everything, forgetting that there is a heart and a soul and a mind and a spirit in here. Like You completely forget how important who you are is versus not just what you are. Um, But those were the most common questions. How far can I take it before I took it too far? And the answer is if you're asking that question, you've already taken it too far. You're already there. You're already there. You already know. When those questions start rolling around in your head, Mm -hmm. that's ding, 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 ding,
0: ding. Well, I know even like a lot of girls, like the ones that grew up in church are like one thing, but we would have people that would come in who are brand new, who like, okay, I want to do this right, but Mm -hmm. I have no idea. Like they don't know what the Bible says. So, I mean, even people who don't go to church know that we, you know, we're against premarital sex and everything like that, but they're going to ask similar questions like how far can I push the envelope kind of deal. But at the same time, a lot of them don't know what to even look for in a quote unquote good guy mm-hmm. because they still have the world standards, which is you know whatever but there's there's the Christian view as far as Christian culture view of what a good guy is, which is stupid, and I've met those guys, and they're they're awful. you know why they're awful because they're boring, and I can say <laughs> that i love- I say that with love mm-hmm. because the whole nice guy thing really really uh grinds my gears, man, to say it nicely. But uh I couldn't say what I really wanted to say. I I'm, see I'm getting better. Um but what like what would you say to the girls who are like what would you say like look for this? I know there's some like there's always going to be that personal part that you can't tell them what to look for as mm-hmm. far as you know, but as as far as like okay, if he's if he's like this, cool. If he's like this, run.
1: Okay, so we're talking about Christian dating? Yeah. Okay. So does he have a relationship with the Lord? Mm. Mm-hmm. Does he have a relationship with the Lord that doesn't just, um, show itself on Sundays? Right. Um, uh, you can't give him like a Bible quiz test or anything like that, (laughs) but, um, wow. When someone spends enough time with with the Lord, you can see God in them, Mm. in, in who they are and in their personality, their actions, how they treat you. But, um, what to look for, dear Lord Um, I, I look for things like how they treat others, Mm -hmm. um, how they treat their friends, how they treat mom, Mm -hmm. how they treat dad, how they treat siblings. If there are any, um, because for the most part, how he treats mom is how he's going to treat you. That's very different for, that's not very different from my husband. He treats his mom well, but, um, the biggest and most important thing is his relationship with the Lord Mm -hmm. and being certain that that relationship with God is before his relationship with you. And that's, I mean, that's where I say you take time to get to know each other. We do things so fast today Mm -hmm. that you don't have a moment. You don't even know that you married somebody fake or that you've been dating somebody fake because you jumped into it so fast. And
0: everyone's either pressured or they're like, I got to get that Facebook like.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I got to get that Instagram post up. That's true. I got to get that wedding thing, you know, is, even, um, going back to you saying about like looking into stuff, I forget who taught me this. Um, but they said, again, going along with uh, how you worded it, um, hear how she talks about the other men in her life. Cause mm-hmm. that's how she's going to talk about you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And okay. There's, there's exceptions cause you know, people have issues with different people, but if you know, look, look how she treats the other men in her life. Um, and uh, there was like this one. I don't usually go by lists. I think they're stupid <laughs> for the most part mm-hmm. because it's someone's personal stuff. It that doesn't always work. But this one pastor made a really good list as far as like are they a, are they a person who is a leader in some sense? Mm-hmm. As far as they don't have to be the top person, but are they complete? Are they always following? Okay. You know, are they someone who's always, or do they lead by some example? Do they have respect and self-respect? How do they present themselves like stuff that should be common sense, but some people don't come from that environment. Mm -hmm. So anyone who's at least a little bit nice to him is going to look better than the other options they had, unfortunately, because that hurts. That's true.
1: Respect and Um, self-respect. Self-worth. Self-worth. Is is very important. He's only going to treat you as good as he treats himself. Right. He only knows how to treat you as good as he knows how to treat himself. Right. Um, Respect for himself. Respect for his elders. (laughs) <laughs> That's an important one to me. Um, well, yeah,
0: it is. Because he's going to be, um, when he deals with your extended family, mm-hmm. you know, is he going to be a jerk or is he going to be, behave? Hey, mm-hmm. That's simple.
1: Mm-hmm. But respect for you, respect for your lines. Maybe yeah. he doesn't understand why you have, you know, these certain set of, not guards or walls, but, you know, I'm only going to do this much right now. Yeah. And not getting angry, but just respecting it. Right. and working with it and I don't know.
0: Which I don't, that's really that's not really it's not a hard concept I should say. Some people are working through, it's not a hard concept. Mm -hmm. Not at all. And like going along with developing your own list as Mm -hmm. far as okay, like some people go into like details and and some girls have like this is my list and you're like that's nice. And guys do it too, we do it differently. (laughs) It's just as stupid, it's just as stupid guys act like we don't have some kind of paperwork we do- you know we do, and it's it's okay to have a little bit of a okay i I will not settle for anything less than this. It's good because that mm-hmm. again that goes along with self respect but I remember a preacher one time he was a, he was at a youth camp uh I think at Hershey. One year, and he goes, ladies. He goes, I love and respect the fact that you guys have a list that uh, is is something for a man to live up to. However, some of your lists, Jesus couldn't even live up to exactly. And they needed to hear that
1: because mm-hmm.
0: some of the poor guys were like good dudes, but they were like, uh, "What am I doing wrong?" I'm like, I don't know, dude. I'm not the guy to ask. But
1: well, yeah. if you have that super high list, you have to make sure that you're compatible with that. You
0: have to live up to it. Yeah. 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 And that most people don't let's face it no um and like that goes along too with uh people's motives with your list you know
2: yeah i i just i want to weigh in real real quick go for um, it bro so with everything that we've been talking about and everything that you guys have been saying right. uh the one thing i i can go back to we talked about it last week okay but you know the, the passage in in second timothy when it says you know don't be unequally yoked and the Mm -hmm. the follow-up we had to that was first corinthians where it said you know Mm -hmm. bad company corrupts good character it is kind of along the same lines um i I would love to hear what christy has to say about that yeah
1: (laughs) christy doesn't want you to ask her about that so Yes, Sem- Second Timothy says, do not be unequally yoked. Mm-hmm. Christy is currently married to a man um, who does come to church every single Sunday and is mm-hmm. very respectful of how she believes, how I mm-hmm. believe, and um, even does uh, family devotions with us mm-hmm. and the kids. He will pray. Um, but when we were married, um, he was definitely not saved. Um, and at that point in time, I honestly didn't care. Mm-hmm. Um, the husband, the uh, he is my second husband. I was married before him. And the, also the guy that I dated before my first husband um, made me want nothing to do with a Christian man yeah. because they were Christians. They put on a very nice show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I fell for it with yeah. both of them. And so with uh Gino, I was just like, "You know what? I don't I don't care." Yeah. Was that right? No, that was not right. And I can say um when you are unequally yoked, there are there are times when you will have to make compromises that you never thought you would have to make. Um it comes into all different places in your relationships, how you manage money, how you raise the kids. Um Uh, different things that you will and won't do in life even simple the dumb stuff like what what kind of movie you will or won't watch and I'm not crazy strict on that but um, what kind of movie you will and won't watch I am not a drinker never really have been Mm -hmm. um, but just all of those things it weaves its way into every single thing Um, and it does make it harder do I regret marrying him absolutely not
0: Gino's great i I've had some fun with him. My yeah.
1: husband is awesome. he is I am thankful every single day um for him mm-hmm. and i don't I don't know if it's contradictory to say it, but I know that God put him in my life um and I fully believe that someday i mean even now he comes to church mm-hmm. willingly, which he wasn't ever before. He asks questions, we talk about things mm-hmm. so um I don't know, but it definitely does bring a challenge into a relationship. So um, that's why I say one of the biggest things that you need to look for is Mm -hmm. someone who has a relationship with the Lord. That completely changes how you see everything. Mm
2: -hmm. So I actually like what you said there, uh, because there's a statement I made last week actually that says, Mm -hmm. if you know that you know that you know that you're supposed to be with that person and God has you Mm -hmm. with that person then go for it. Yeah. And it seems to be like that's the case with you because you know that you know that you know you're supposed to be with your husband. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you're seeing fruit come out of it because he's doing things that he didn't do before, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Right. So, well, yeah, I, th- there you go. And at the
0: end of the day, it's nobody's darn business either. Well, and I also
1: know? I also always say, as childish as it might sound, my daddy said yes. Well. Because he had to ask. Yeah. And my dad said yes, too. Yeah. So,
0: Well, that says it all. (laughs) I I don't know. I trust the man's word. I love Gary. So, I, I, you know. I think he's all right. (laughs) Right. But you, I mean, you and I both learned the hard way about people's motives Mm -hmm. as far as, oh, this is why. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? And I know what it's like to be unequally yoked and for it to be completely, you know, not good, we'll say as far as uh you're
1: being so kind. I'm trying to cuz
0: I don't like <laughs> you're to talk, having
1: a hard time. <laughs> I, I don't want to
0: talk bad about people and I don't uh-huh. think anyone will hear this but I especially you know this is this is somebody's mom and everything like that yep. so I don't want I don't want to be mean they're not a bad person we just didn't work. But last week I mentioned how the deal breaker as and people will laugh at me for this if if they don't understand where I'm coming from. The deal breaker um we had an argument about me going back to church and me getting involved in ministry cuz I mm-hmm. knew I'm like I, I, this is my, this is my road and this is what I'm doing. And we had an argument and said, and the ultimatum was me or him. And I, without wow. thinking, said him. And that's, that was the deal breaker. So everyone thought it was all this. No, that's, that was the deal breaker. Uh-huh. You put up with a lot of stuff. You mm-hmm. and I, you know, we've talked about the before privately. you put up a lot of stuff with, with people that you love, Yes, you know, or, you know, lack of a better term, whatever. Um, and
1: that they you think, you think love you,
0: you as think, well. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, you get your heart broken and I, but then God puts it back together mm-hmm. and he shows, you know, this is what you need to be chasing after. Um, not to get too far off topic or anything, but again, with, you know, with the whole motive thing, was it easier for you to see the motive now that you had more experience and now that you are around people who were not feeding you nonsense
1: to see like Gino's motive or just anybody's
0: uh both both
1: okay um well when i came back up here i came back up here with um i was i was a mess mm-hmm. i was a mess physically um emotionally i couldn't i couldn't take care of myself i wasn't allowed yeah. to drive not because of having seizures and stuff like that my daddy was driving me to work at 27 years old Um, been
0: there (laughs) had the same thing
1: I was I was to the point where for a little bit I really didn't care about anyone else I had to work on me and Mm -hmm. it, it forced me to start focusing on me and the things that I needed to work on, Mm -hmm. uh, within myself. And, and one of those things is it's, it's one thing to be trusting, but I'll trust you and believe you anyway, in anywhere. I'll jump off that bridge with you if that's Mm -hmm. what you say without even thinking. Um, but part of working on me was building my relationship back up with the Mm -hmm. Lord and letting go of the why, why did this have to happen? Why did I have to go through this? Why did I have to lose all that stuff? Mm-hmm. How could I be so stupid? How could I be so blind? How could I be so dumb? You know, all that of kind beating of stuff. Yourself up while you're yes. still trying to heal. Yes. Yeah. Why didn't you listen to mom and dad? <clears throat> yeah. Like, my I've been very blessed with awesome parents. They are. Um. Why Why on earth didn't I listen to them? Um. But I was. I was. So much more focused on me and what was going on mm-hmm. with me that I think I was, to a certain extent, unattractive to anyone who didn't have pure motives. Because I just, I, you're gonna put on a. Sh- I'm sorry, I don't want to say that. I've got better stuff to do. So with the claws right out, I'm just, I just wasn't interested.
0: Okay, so it was just not even doors not even open. I just guys. wasn't,
1: I was not yeah. interested. And with with Gino, uh he sent me an email. He says mm-hmm. he did it on purpose, but he sent it to me. It was the wrong person. Right. We worked at the same place. Okay. Um and instead of saying, you know, this isn't this isn't my job, ask Laura. Mm-hmm. I went and asked Laura the answer mm-hmm. and gave him the correct answer and in the future, you need to ask, you need to talk to Laura yeah. about this. And that grew from him taking me to lunch and I found out from somebody over here that he might be interested. And that first like- lunch I laid everything out, <laughs> like from A to B, Gino mm-hmm. Caruso knew everything about me. The stuff, there's only two people that know everything, the stuff that you would never want to share with anyone. Because mm-hmm. I was like, screw this. I'm tired of the fake people. Yeah. And I am not going to be something that I am not anymore. I'm it's not exhausting. going to turn myself into this beautiful butterfly when right yeah. now I'm just a moth flipping around the house. You know, I just laid it all out and he was still interesting.
0: Steady. Yeah.
1: Like there was no judgment. There was no, oh my gosh. I How not,
0: surprised were you?
1: I didn't expect it.
0: Now, at all. going into it, you're like, I'm going to scare this guy mm-hmm. off. Okay. In there, (laughs) I'm gonna
1: let him know the whole story, and Mm. he's gonna run away. And at that time, I didn't know that he had worked with my father nine years prior.
0: Oh, okay. Um,
1: and I'm not sure when all of that got put together Mm. in our relationship, but there were times where my dad would be at work complaining about my husband. Yeah. So he has blanks filled in that I don't, (laughs) that I can't even tell him because I don't remember. Right. But he didn't. He didn't run off which surprised me and he obviously wasn't there to take advantage one of the biggest things that I was dealing with was bills and things Mm -hmm. that I didn't ever know existed until collectors started calling that was a way I was taken advantage of um and he jumped in and actually helped me yeah figure out how to get through all this stuff and pay all that stuff off and just like uh, he was willing to help in any way possible. Well, he was a friend first. Yeah. Yeah. We, we started going to lunch and it would be a group of mm. us or whatever. And there was never any pressure. Mm. Ever. How nice. <laughs> there was, seriously, there right, was no pressure. Nice. Because I think he, he knew he could mm-hmm. read me well enough to know if you push, yeah, she's going to slam the door.
0: Well, yeah. And, and at that time, because, you know, I'm saying this because I've known you a long time. You're pretty tough. But at the time, I don't care how tough you are. Divorce rattles you. And even as a guy, I was just like, I can't handle nothing. So to have someone come along with pure motives, who's like no pressure, like you said, Mm -hmm. just come in and say, hey, let's let's work on this and go from there. Because I mean, I had a friend who came to me who was, you know, he was trying to date this girl. And he was like, I don't, I don't see why we're we're so alike. And this and that went down the list of why they were perfect, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. And, and he showed me like, I don't know why people do this to me. (laughs) And I'm sure it's happened to you guys too, but they'll show you, this is the conversation I've had with this person.
1: I can't stand that. I
0: know me too. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, uh, dude, like there's too much pressure. And and he's like, no, I'm, he's like, I'm very soft-spoken. I'm like, it's not, no, 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 no you're hounding this person and mm-hmm. they feel like they have to have an answer for everything and they may not know where they're at. Exactly. And you need to back off dude. So just chill. It's, I'm sure it was refreshing for you to be able to ha- finally have someone come in and, and just, Hey, you're, you're Christy. Mm-hmm. I'm Gino. Let's go from there.
1: Yeah. Let's, let's, Walk alongside each other. Yeah. Maybe I can help you figure this out. He's, he's a very, he's very wise when it comes to numbers and money and budgeting. And as unimportant as that seemed to me before, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that about him now and even then. Yeah. But, and same thing. I was a mess. Right. In all kinds of different ways. And he's like, that's okay. Mm -hmm. Just let me help you out for a bit.
0: Well, A lot of guys meaning well when they see a girl or damsel in distress, if I can use that without being mm-hmm. called or whatever um they most guys mean well that I've met, but it's not always your job to save them, no, maybe help them along
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's you know it's God's job, and I have to say like as a Christian podcast, yes, but at the same time it's true, mm-hmm. but um, and part of you you had to save yourself, like you said, working on yourself. Finding out, okay, this is where Christy was and who I thought I was and Mm -hmm. where am I going? And you're still in that murkiness. You're not out of it yet. It's not like you're, ah, well, that was a weird ride. And you were like, what's next? (laughs) You know, because people haven't been divorced. They don't know it affects you in every sense of the word. I don't care who you are.
1: That helping out is, that's the difference between him helping me out in, I didn't even know which credit agencies to call. So he gave me direction to that, Mm -hmm. but he wasn't the one paying my bills. Right. I had to pay my bills. Right. That wasn't his job. Right. So if you're coming to help or quote unquote rescue,
0: yeah.
1: it's not your job to pay the back bills no. and all that kind of stuff. I got to take care of me.
0: Well, that's, that's the line though, that I think a lot of guys don't know they're crossing. Mm-hmm. It's, and she doesn't want you to do that, you know, cause if she's, if she's a good person, she doesn't want to feel like she's taken one, she's taken advantage of. And two, she also doesn't want to feel like, um, okay, like. So I, I owe it to you to go out with you because mm-hmm. that's... that's I, I'm sorry to go on this rant again, dude, but that's the nice guy problem is I'm so nice to her. I do this. I do that. I say this. And I'm like, okay, again, there's too much pressure in you being such a nice guy. Mm-hmm. And two, you're all about you, bro. You're not about her. You're so worried about you coming off as nice. You don't really think about how she's handling how nice you are. Okay. Well, up, let's, let's let's
2: take a second then. Let's actually talk yeah, about let's let's talk about pressure. we brought it up last week societal pressure. we talked about yeah. pressure uh you got you guys brought it up even now of saying you know having pressure to either date that person or pressure mm-hmm. to to be around that person there's there's so many traps you can fall into with that so mm-hmm. let's let's touch on that for a little bit
0: okay
1: which kind of pressure
0: we, are we talk do you want to start with society's pressure on on girls because we know from what we're told but there's a lot of stuff that we probably don't know is like you know because it's different for us i'm not saying it's better or worse or anything but it's just different
1: we're supposed to be perfect yeah um which doesn't exist um you're supposed to be perfect somewhere in there is this idea of a woman who is Um, who always is made up and done up and (laughs) she is the CEO of the company and she's raising her five homeschooling her five kids how about we add that in there um with the perfect body and she can uh, make dinner every single night and all that kind of stuff and or the perfect girl for the for the dating world she's fun Mm. um she can support herself. She's probably already got her degree or she knows exactly where she's right. going in life. She has a plan. She has a purpose. Because we
0: all did in our 20s, right? Exactly.
1: <laughs> totally. It is It is this idea. How, mm. many, how many magazines are there out there with lists and surveys and all this kind of crap telling you exactly who you should be? Oof. And But it's somebody else's idea of who you should be. Yeah,
0: someone never met you.
1: Yeah, it's Cosmopolitan's idea or Vogue's idea right. of who you should be. And right. that's not a real person. It's yeah. not possible. The biggest pressure is for you to be this perfect thing. A lot of girls put the pressure on themselves for to be who they think he wants them to be. You meet this guy and he looks so good and he seems so successful and he mm-hmm. seems like such a good guy. Who does he want me to be?
0: Without even asking him to, Without usually. even
1: asking him. <laughs>
0: or he may be like, wow, she's great. And they'll never know it because
1: they mm-hmm. don't ask. Yeah. But who does he want me to be? And you find out who, what he's interested in. And suddenly you like those things. And <laughs> the music that he listens to. And then and so you change the style of music that you listen to. And just everything about you changes mm-hmm. because you're trying yeah. so hard to i guess make him happy please him well, fit whatever. into his world mm-hmm. because you're supposed to have this perfect life i think that's a pressure for everyone I think dating or otherwise everything is supposed to be all together yeah. and it's uh, social media stuff the, no. everything is supposed to be picture perfect and that's mm. such a lie with
0: like 50 filters on it and mm-hmm. this is my life when it's not really my life
1: That's so, but it's so unreal, there's no person who is like that there's no relationship that is like no. that It's it's completely unreal but all kinds of people are buying into it
0: well, they think it's not messy. It's completely messy. Mm-hmm. It's finding the beauty, the joy, the love, the laughter, all that, all that hallmark lifetime stuff in the mess.
1: Well, people are looking for, they see those pictures of the 90-year-old husband and wife who are sitting there totally still in love with each other and they think they're going to get that mm-hmm. without the tough times and the trials you earn them and without standing there saying no i committed myself mm-hmm. i promised this person yep. and standing by your word mm-hmm. that's that's not easy but yeah. you get through those bumps and you get through those troubles and you get through those trials and you learn that that is one of the most important ways to grow your love and strengthen your love yep you know i don't know i'm I'm sitting here talking more about marriage than i am about dating but it all it
0: all ties in though and i there was a pastor who i was watching a few months ago and he was about to get married himself and there was a couple in his church they were the 90 year old couple you know Mm -hmm. picturesque and everything and he's like i have to ask you guys you know like because he was like because the soulmate thing not to sound mm-hmm. or you know, whatever, but the soulmate thing mixed. I have mixed views on it. It's whatever. It's a cute concept at the very least. <laughs> but they said that uh, they believe in soulmates, but not in the way the world does. They believe that you earn that through time okay. and experience. And that like we earn the right to call each other that because we had to wade through all this nonsense to get to being the 90 something year old couple that still hold hands, that are still madly in love. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, I've never heard a put like that, but there's wisdom in that because, again, even if you take the soulmate part out, earning, you know, not earning love necessarily, but earning that trust, building that respect Mm -hmm. and everything, knowing that person better than they know themselves kind of thing, Mm -hmm. and wading through the ugliness because the person you marry at 25 is not going to be or shouldn't be. And if they're not maturing, you know, it's one thing, but it should not be the same person at 45.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. And are you going to love that person the same? That's what I was always told. Yeah. My, my grandfather
1: (laughs) said, um, he had three F's. It was faith, Mm -hmm. fighting, and forgiving. Yeah. Uh, faith is paramount. Yeah. You must have faith in God. You must practice your faith together. Um, you will fight. You absolutely will fight, Mm -hmm. but you better be certain to forgive. You absolutely better be to be certain to forgive. And Clarence Seifert being Clarence Mm Seifert. And of course, as in and you better make sure there's a good bit of hanky panky in there.
0: (laughs) That's wisdom, too, though. (laughs) That's all part of it. It all ties together.
1: But there is there's a lot of pressure to just be perfect, be perfect and be perfectly content while you're single and then be perfect in this relationship. Right. And be perfect as you are in this relationship. And mm-hmm. I, for me, I think that's the highest pressure, to live up to all of these you expectations can. that are thrown out there in you this can. world. And that's for women and for men. It's not no, possible. But we're trying to keep up with everybody. You're never, never, never going to do And Christian
0: it. culture is supposed to be the exact opposite. And we're just, we're, we caved into our own thing. Because along with social media and all these crazy standards You know, like I see a post, and it's not that it's necessarily a wrong post, but it's not right for everybody. It's a picture of a husband and wife worshiping during their reception. That's cool. But not everybody worships like that, one. And two, these girls are like, oh, if he doesn't lift his hands and he doesn't sing like this, if he doesn't do that, if he doesn't like get slain in the spirit, then I don't know if I should marry him. Because these people think like that. And guys are like that, too.
2: And and then he gets like that, too.
0: Oh, well, you already know my rant about the friend. Uh, yeah, we did that last <laughs> week. Let's not do that again. I I do have a question for Christy
2: though, really quick. Um, you mm. have been a voice of experience, as John mentioned, for for many people in the past. Uh, so I I just want your take on if you're in a relationship right now that you know you need to get out of. Mm. What's your advice to that person?
1: Get out of it. Run. If if you know it's not right, um then you walk away, um, fully accepting responsibility, um, for any pain that Mm -hmm. you may have caused that person. Um, but at the end of the day, if it is a relationship that is not supposed to happen, um, you're putting yourselves through something that you don't need to be putting yourselves through and you're making it last longer. You're basically wasting your time and that person's Mm -hmm. time. Um, I don't know, there's no specific reason given there, but it's um, pray about it, be kind in what mm-hmm. you say, expect that person to be unhappy, of course, to not, it could be, they're not going to sit and go, yes, I'm like, out,
0: uh, R, yeah. you know? At least they shouldn't, that'd be awful.
1: That would be kind of <laughs> odd, then you'd walk away a lot more hurt, Yeah, but definitely. understand that they may be upset with you, and that's okay, but... Take responsibility for it. Look, mm-hmm. this is this isn't this isn't something that I feel I can move forward with any any further. And maybe it doesn't have anything to do with them. Maybe it's just me, and I don't want to waste any more of your life.
0: Yeah, and no- hanging
1: on to something that isn't supposed to be.
0: And nobody likes hearing the "it's not you, it's me" thing, but that that's a real thing. And I've had to I've turned people down because I'm like, look, it's no, I'm not there yet. Yeah, you know, what I mean? and that's you don't want to, to spend time
1: with me right now.
0: <laughs> no, especially when you're when you're in that rawness of everything has fallen apart, and like you know, I you can unintentionally be very nasty to people mm-hmm. because you have no fuse, and I have a pretty long fuse as far as like I can. Okay, that's fine, but when it comes to just someone all up in your business saying, "Well, are you healed yet?" Because let's get you married, because if you're not healed, getting married again will definitely heal you. Oh, yeah, let's torture this poor girl who's completely innocent and means well with all my stuff I'm not healed from, because she's going to take the brunt of it. Yeah, let's do that.
1: Well, and who ever said that everyone is supposed to be married?
2: Christian magazines. <laughs> I love that you just said that. Uh, I went on this big, huge rant uh, last week about... It's okay to be single because I have been a single male for a really ridiculously long time. Uh, But I mean, I went on this whole rant about, you know, if you're in a relationship and he can't accept you for who you are, like at the core of who you are, then you don't need to be around that person. Because like you said, you shouldn't have to change who you are to be with someone. They should accept you as you are. No questions asked. And everyone has baggage too.
0: But since you brought I up
2: guess. the singleness thing, I got to know, what are your whole thoughts on that?
1: What, being single? Or, I don't know. I just truly believe there are some people. I have a cousin named Diane. Mm-hmm. She has never gotten married. She is one of the sweetest, funniest. She is freaking hilarious. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love her. Perfectly happy by yeah. herself she's a teacher she loves her job she's been able to take care of her mom her brother is married with kids mm. um, there are just some people some of us aren't supposed to be with someone for life. We're not all we we're not all built that way
0: and it doesn't mean yeah they're not weird. No, it because doesn't mean there's family. something wrong with them. It not, doesn't
1: mean they're bad people, but know,
0: it's not always based. It's not, pretty weird, I'll it's not well. <laughs> it's not always based in trauma either. Someone's like, they must have been really hurt when they were younger, and that's no. why they're single. It's like, no, some people are just happy. I, you know, it's they're okay. perfectly
1: okay being single, and that's I don't understand why that's a bad thing at all. The, um, the
0: church covets marriage, but
1: one thing that I wanted to say, as far as just to be a little bit more specific, as far as accept me for who I am, mm-hmm. but also know that I'm always going to be. You should always be working on yourself. Right. I know my strengths. I know my weaknesses. Mm-hmm. I should always be working to better myself. So yes, accept me for who I am. No questions asked. But once you accept me, I can't use that as an excuse right. to just stay in this space for yeah, the rest of my life. Because yep. people
0: do, unfortunately, people do
1: stay here no. you should always be growing we should always be learning you know mm. that that kind of thing you don't just stop no. but I don't know I I know some older single people who are an absolute freaking blast so I don't
0: so do I it's like a big deal big deal I've been single for almost four years <laughs> almost saying, four years almost four years and people are like how and I'm like that's a like ridiculous question but
1: but it doesn't necessarily mean they're <laughs> damaged or hurt, no. or not any good. It's just...
0: If anything, they're healthier in a lot of ways. So some mm-hmm. of the ones that I've met, at least. But
1: yeah, You have much smaller bills in some cases, bills, too. Yeah. Kids are expensive.
2: Yeah, you sleep better. <laughs> I know that. I, I remember, too, like... like the advice Hey, hey that hang on, I had, hang on. I'm going to stop you. I have, like, 20 sure. nieces and nephews, so, yeah, kids are expensive. Oh,
0: really? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah,
1: they're expensive.
0: Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, like... I know like after I was talking to Pastor Mason right after everything went down and I was like, all right. So uh, I was dumb. This is where I'm at. Because I don't blame, you know me, I don't blame other people. If something happens, it's usually because I did something stupid. So I'll own it at least. Um, I was like, look, so where do I go from here? He goes, you know, take it easy. He said for the first two years at least, don't date. And for when I started going back to church the first two weeks, people were already trying to play Yenta with me. Oh, definitely. You know, I heard them yeah. in the back. Oh, my I'm sitting <laughs> on my chair. T- like I get there and like, like when and it always happens to uh, maybe I don't know if that was for you, but for me, it was like. Alright, I'm starting to, I'm starting to get to know who I am, who I'm trying to be. God's like showing me where I'm going. Okay, ministry's a thing, where it's at. This is before I was leaving and everything. And mm-hmm. like great. And people are like, you know what would be really great at this time if you got married again. And I'm like, and like this like usually when God talks, it's that small, still voice. Mm-hmm. He knows I'm stupid. So he's like, I gotta scream at this dummy. And he's like, <laughs> No. I don't care how perfect she is, no. And you don't, like, I don't, I'm one of those people where I, as much as I joke around, I really don't like hurting people's feelings, especially like, I don't like to do it intentionally. So when you have to sit there and be like, look, you're, you're, it's not you, it's me. And give them that speech. Mm -hmm. But they, you know, for some reason, you know, and I think this is part of the culture too, where guys, we interpret it differently, but girls are like, what's wrong with me? Am I not pretty enough? Or do you like, is it someone Mm -hmm. else? And then all this, listen, guys are like... Well, oh, she just thinks I'm weird, I guess, or she thinks I'm dumb or whatever. Mm-hmm. But girls, it's like this laundry list of like all kinds of stuff that maybe I'm not as close with God or I need to. And then they try to show you again. Um, I'm glad you said it earlier, too, because so many girls all of a sudden were into the same music I was into. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, cigars are cool. I'm like, you don't like cigars. And it's no, okay. It's okay that you don't. <laughs> You're a girl. It's okay. And you know, whatever. But then all of a sudden, it's like, yeah, I watch wrestling. I do this. I do that. I'm like, you don't do any of that. You're dumb. Shut up. Just shut up. And uh, yeah, they... they, they. I don't know, man. And guys do it. Like I said, we have our own version of it. So
2: Well, we do. We have our own version of it. And if we're being 100% honest of it, some of it does match, I think, anyway, what women go through because we do we do struggle with those i'm not good enough or i'm not i'm not masculine enough i don't have enough muscle it's different categories but we still do struggle with those same things right uh, but you know, it, you brought up the whole y- y- Yenta thing, right? Yeah, so, yeah. so, you know, people trying to play matchmaker, people trying to I love to play all you Cupid, Yentas too. I'm just saying, uh, but I mean, you, you almost feel trapped by it. Right. So in a way, yeah. I mean, and there's, there's so many things out there. If you're, if you're dating, if you're not dating, if you're, if you're looking to date, yeah. there's so many traps you can fall into. And I mean, we talked a little bit how to avoid them last week, but I, I want to know from, from the expert over here. Uh, what what are the traps that you know to avoid?
1: I am not an expert. Traps to avoid?
0: As far as like, you know, going down that, that spiral of I've been rejected, which we could do a 10 podcast series on rejection itself. But when you are faced with that rejection, how to kind of stop yourself from spiraling downward into thinking, everything's wrong with me, I need to change. Am I saying that right, Joe?
2: is that what, like is that the, even or even just a, a general <coughs> sense of I'm not sure if I'm ready to get into this or I'm not sure if this is the right person you know what are things you know you need to avoid if you're looking to start a relationship? I guess is what I'm asking
1: Well, one of the biggest things is if you're not sure, um, avoid jumping into it just to make just because you're afraid that the relationship isn't going to happen if you mm-hmm. don't um Wow. If you're not sure about a relationship, there's usually a reason you're not sure about that relationship. Um, there's a very false idea around here that says to listen to your heart and, Hmm. um, our heart is, is not what we need to follow. Number one, we have this amazing book called the Bible, Mm -hmm. um, that we need to listen to well, but very often our head will sit there and say, um, something's not adding up right here. You, you need to, you need to slow down a bit. You need to chill out some, um, maybe not go on a date every single night of the week, but only once a week. Um, uh, I think another trap is trying to find someone, the Jerry Maguire line, you complete me. Um,
0: (laughs) whatever that is trying to
1: find someone to complete you though. Trying to find someone that fills Mm -hmm. in all the holes that you feel like you have.
0: Not their job. It's
1: not that person's job. It's Mm -hmm. my job to lean on the Lord. Mm -hmm. And between the Lord and I become whole. He makes me whole. Mm -hmm. Not Gino, Mm -hmm. but Jesus makes me whole. And if, if I am constantly leaning on someone else to complete me, that person is always going to fail me. They are never going to be able to do it every single way every single time Mm -hmm. he doesn't know when i walk across the room that i took two hours to get ready and need him to tell me that i look great he's not going to know that you know and when you show up to that first date he's not going to know that you need to hear this 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 and this you know but anyway traps are um also listening to other people's advice um who um haven't necessarily proven their own success. No offense to anyone who has failed because failure is a part of it, but Mm -hmm. they need to have at least learned from that failure. But when you have some, some young lady who's had 57 different boyfriends and three husbands, why would you be going to her for advice? Right. Well, because she's my best friend. Well, I don't know. Maybe you should look for different friends or something like that, (laughs) but going to the wrong places for advice and, uh, because Aunt Gloria said, he's a good guy and that must mean he's a good guy. Yeah. Um, those, I don't, I don't know. That's, that's all I can really think no, of but right no, now. It's,
0: it's, it's right though. And go along with what you said too, because I mentioned it a little bit last week about being with people that you want to be with someone you don't need. You want them around. You don't need them around necessarily. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, okay, yeah, you're gonna need each other to do things, but that's a big difference between that and being fully codependent. Like, I can't live without you. Oh yeah. That that that's insanity. You know. And a lot of people are like, all these songs and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You know, our culture is saturated. Even Christian music has a little bit of it, where the desperation. Well, if God is if God is the incarnation of love, He's not going to leave you desperate. Mm. that's why I don't like certain Christian music. If it sounds too desperate and there's seasons where you are desperate, yes. But if you're stuck in that desperation with God constantly, you're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. And if you're and that's going to seep into all your relationships, I think, is that desperation of I need fulfillment and I'm not getting it with God. So I'm going to seek it out there. And, you know, again, that's a whole nother podcast, too. But I've met so many people who will sit there and they will paint someone in their life And I used to do it too. I'd romanticize people, not always people I wanted to be in a relationship with, but I'm like, this person's so wonderful while ignoring the obvious. Mm
2: -hmm. You
0: know, I've done that because I'm like, I don't want to see the bad in people. I want, I want to, uh, how can I love them if I see the bad? Well, you can, and you should, because that's it. That is part of loving a person, whether you're dating them or not. Right. Well, my question to you is how,
2: how can you see the person for who they truly are? If you don't see both good and bad. Uh, exactly. I had to learn, I learned that the hard way.
0: Some of us are like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some of, some of us just, uh, yeah, you know, that's, that's the road we were on. So, but you're, but it's true though. You have, you have to look at the good and bad and ugly, all that stuff, but you have to start with yourself because like Christie said earlier, you, uh, if you're, you need to extend, if, if you want a certain amount of grace, you need to be able to extend the same amount of grace. So, and I, and I've given the, this is my baggage story and I, I've used it to scare people off. And sometimes it works. Sometimes they're, they're either a good person trying to understand me or they're insane and ignoring everything I'm saying, mm-hmm. saying, I'm going to get you anyway. Cause people are crazy like that. Guys mm. and girls.
1: That's another thing. This is my baggage. Um, yeah. right Right now, it seems as though we like to take our baggage and make pretty little badges out of it and stick Ugh. it, stick it on our jackets or give yeah. ourselves little trophies for yep. all of the things that we have been through. Yeah. Um, almost like special recognition right, for the terrible, horrible, hard times that you are have, that you have been through or that and all that kind of stuff. And it's, that's not what it's for. No. Yes you have that baggage those tough times and those hard things um hopefully have helped shape you into a stronger Mm -hmm. and better and more compassionate person yeah hopefully hopefully so it's not something that you hold up as a trophy it's something that you put in your tool bag and you use as a tool when you see somebody else dealing with that Mm -hmm. that exact same thing wait i've been there yeah i can help that person out and there are yep. times when somebody knows when you're talking to them, they know you've been there yep. without even saying the words. Or if, if I, I don't know, sometimes being through tough things, mm. you see people differently. I you was do. definitely not a compassionate person. Mm. And sometimes, not regularly, people mm. say I am compassionate. That's only because of what I've been through.
0: Yeah. Well, the empathy, it builds. Well, but there's a know.
1: piece of me that says... Yeah, I'm sorry, but get over it and move on. Right. Eventually, well, I lose times patience. people need
0: to hear that too. Yes, that's not very Christian-like. But it but at the but same time, it is. If get you, rid
1: of the get rid of the badges. Well, yeah, and it's, and it's learn a, it's to make lesson. that into a wrench or a hammer mm-hmm. or a saw. Yeah, and use it as a tool. Yeah, to help maybe help you build something in your life or help someone else.
0: Yeah, and if it's not a badge, it's a crutch. Mm-hmm. This is oh, why I'm a jerk. It's an excuse. This is why I drink. This is why I'm a jerk. This is why I don't trust people. This is why, why, you know, you go down the list.
1: How about that? Those those personality surveys. Yeah. The latest one I've heard of is an Enneagram. Yeah. And someone took it, I don't know, what is it? Numbers one through nine or whatever? Something like that. And they're sitting there having a, a conversation mm-hmm. and they brought up something and they said, well, well, I'm just, I'm a number six. That's just how I am.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No. No, that's true. If you took that quiz, and that thing pointed I didn't. I didn't take the quiz, so mm-hmm. I don't know. But if it pointed out your strengths and your weaknesses, now it's highlighted even more. Now you know even better what you need to work on. Right. It's not an excuse no. to sit on at all. I'm, mm-hmm. not, I'm not a fan of the personality quizzes and I'm, stuff like I that. I haven't
0: mixed, but it's, it's no different. To me, it's just a more scientific, uh, what is it, the, the uh, astrological garbage you know what i mean like i'm an aquarius that's why i'm a jerk
2: it's like no you're a jerk because you choose to be a jerk dude well see now now i feel awkward though because i took that personality test and i can tell you i'm a one wing four (laughs) which means i'm a reformer and i have a problem with stress is my trigger for anger that's that's what that means but again but but again it it doesn't mean you're locked into that no it just means that i know that i have a tendency to look at things the way they should be and strive to get yeah. them there, but I need yeah. to pull back and and realize that I have to live where it is now and instead of living where it should be. Right. That's and, part of growth yeah. manage my stress so I don't freak out.
0: Well yeah. Well like that's like me. Like I'm an extroverted person who loved be I love crowds, love people. I'm like, if you put me in a crowd of sixty five thousand people, I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> right? So, okay. Um, but like Now, I'm like, because I live alone, it was very hard at first Mm because I'm like, oh, I'm alone. I'm bored and this and that. And boredom leads to being dumb. So, for me at least. Um, But then God's like, no, we're not going to be dumb this time. I said, that sounds much better than my plan. And now, you know, He's like, okay, you can be alone and you're comfortable within yourself because that's a big thing. When you're in a relationship and they feel like, I can't leave this person, Mm -hmm. come on now. That's not fair. And that's jacked up.
1: Mm. But exactly what you said, exactly Mm. what you said, you know, you are that exact personality. So I know when I start to get to this limit, I need to pull back. So you're not using that personality, that number, whatever, as an excuse. You're taking it and saying, okay, what can I learn? We did it at work one time. And it is amazing how much better you can work with someone Mm -hmm. knowing that one can handle a Boatload of stress. Um, this person can't handle stress at all. This one mm-hmm. is awesome in chaos. You know, those kinds of things. They are good to an extent. Yeah. But when you are going to use it as an excuse for, nope, that's just how I am. Deal. Yeah. That's a no.
0: Well, that and that, that's perfect advice. Again, going back to the single people. And we'll start closing with that. The single people, because we don't want to leave them out. You know, they're... <laughs> um, I speak as if I'm not one, but I am. Uh <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't know. I. So what if you're single? Mm-hmm. So what? What do you say to people who are like Christy? I'm single.
1: Um, if someone, uh, if if it's, if it's but I'm single or something like that,
0: Christy, like the you know the whining, like, I'm single. Okay. Ooh, poor me, because most people just want you to talk about them and throw them a pity mm-hmm. party. Let's face it.
1: You're single. Okay. To a certain extent, there are good things about it because mm-hmm. you have more time to work on you and to do what you want to do, mm-hmm. um, to build on you. You have these dreams and ideas and thoughts and things like that. Go for it. Do it. You have extra time to maybe do some extra education. You have mm-hmm. extra time to maybe pick up a second job and put some extra money into savings. Yeah. Um, there's all kinds of things that you can do.
0: Yeah. Um, and while
1: part, you're single, it's okay.
0: Part of that may be preparing you for that person. And the other mm-hmm. part is just for you and God. Yeah. You know, and Joe build talked, your
1: relationship with him. Yeah.
0: Well, Joe talked about last week, how having all that time is now focused in ministry and having less time to do other stuff and mm-hmm. how it's all, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's not the end of the world. So Christy, thanks for coming out. Uh, Joe, you can help us close too. You have any more insight?
2: I, I don't know, but I was yeah. just going to ask Christy, you know, if she had any final thoughts uh, or any, any summary sentences that you can yeah. say on the topic.
1: <laughs> summary. Um, relax. Yeah. Relax. Um, so many of us put so much pressure on our own selves. Other people on the outside are going to do that enough for you. Yep. Um, relax. Be who you are. Learn to love Yourself mm-hmm. For who and what you are. Um, you're not going to love someone very well if you don't love yourself first. Um, there is no specific age where you have to find the perfect man or woman and get married. There's no such thing. I found my perfect man at 32. Thought I had mm-hmm. him at 22. I was very wrong. You know. Um, take your list. And rip it off of the notebook and crumple it up and throw it away mm-hmm. and go ahead and start another list. But before you do that, pray, seek God, um, seek his face mm-hmm. because, and when you make that list, don't just make the list for what you want, but la- make that list maybe for who you want to be or, mm-hmm. or something, something like that. Something I don't, that I don't really up, know. Yeah. Um, i don't know but the biggest thing is just relax um facebook instagram twitter it is all just a perfect snapshot it is not realistic it's fake life is not perfect it is not always pretty it's usually ugly more often Mm -hmm. than it's pretty that's okay oh yeah stop stop comparing yourself to the girl who always has the guy or the guy who always has the girl be yourself That's Aladdin. Be yourself. (laughs) That's all right. Be yourself. Be happy with yourself. Stop trying to fill somebody else's shoes. God put you here for a specific reason and a specific person. And if he thought it was a waste of time, Mm -hmm. he wouldn't have taken the time to create you. But when he created you, he looked at you and said, It is good. That Mm -hmm. is good. Y'all see what I just made? Mm -hmm. You see that person right there? I made that. I made him. Mm -hmm. I made her be proud of who you are
0: and you go from there mm-hmm. and you let him lead that's 100 percent well christy you killed it thank you so much <laughs> no i didn't you uh no it was great a lot of people need to hear this thank you very much sure now thanks everybody for listening um again christy thanks for coming out um and uh next week we're going to talk about life and life abundantly and all that fun stuff so it'll be a little bit lighter subject it'll be less awkward hopefully Um, but yeah, so thanks for listening guys.